So, I've just today um, started thinking about the concept of um, starting a podcast based around the idea of alien abductions. Um, And it's a really difficult topic to even begin to think about because I mean A it's completely not a part of our area of study as people really you know it's not um, even within the mainstream and people who like are interested in true crime um, it's beyond kind of even paranormal you know, the idea of alien abduction is very, very taboo, and I've only recently learned this, you know, because I've heard, I've heard about it like everyone else has my whole life, you know, we all know what an alien abduction sounds like, but we don't really, (laughs) we hear jokes in movies, um, but we don't really hear the accounts, unless, you know, a few lucky people probably have heard real accounts, um, other than just movies, you know, in their early life, or just in life, um, but it's really a disservice to these people, you know, these abductees, I just feel like they need... (laughs) something they don't have anything they don't have an ACLU they don't have anyone protecting their rights you know and who knows and just because just because our culture not the government our culture has created a very taboo um, environment around these thoughts and these ideas and these experiences that could very well that are real for some people um i don't think that's fair you know it's like anything else it's been ignored in history i think that if people really experienced something like this then it should be they sh- they should be allowed to have a public forum where they can feel safe to talk about these things that isn't like you know some nutball <laughs> fringe <clears throat> sorry I have a cold <clears throat> you know that isn't some sort of <sighs> conspiracy theorist kind of landscape around it I don't know it should just be a safe place to talk about a traumatic or insane, you know, experience that they had and just throw it out there and not in a place that's like already designated for, you know, people who talk about aliens, which, you know, the more I hear about this stuff, the the more obvious it gets that it's such it's such a pre-planned thing, you know, there's no Wikipedia pages for anybody involved in ufology unless they were famous already through some other 
venue. Um, it's kind of painfully obvious, actually. I'm kind of hokey at this point. Like, <laughs> the, the lack of any kind of background information online about these <laughs> either abductees or people or ufologists or, you know, anyone of any importance really involving UFOs or the paranormal um, during the 20th century. Um, I, you know, I don't want to like die of a weird cancer. <laughs> like a lot, that's not funny, I'm sorry. I'm not insinuating anything, I'm just saying like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> you know? These people who have experienced this level of trauma need to be heard. That's all. I don't care about any of the other implications. I don't care about, you know, the government involvement or whatever kind of things. I really honestly don't. I just think that these people who seem to have experienced something very real and very... Um, intensely personal as Whitley Strieber put it I think that they deserve to be heard by people you know and I know Whitley is a good writer so that gave him a good avenue to communicate but people think of him as that as a writer you know as a good he is he's a great writer I don't know I just think there needs to be another venue other than writing a great work of sci-fi, um, even it was if even if it was real, there needs to be another avenue for people to come out and connect with each other, other than like secretive abductee support groups or Reddit groups. Um, even those are completely. Like, they're very hard to find. They're very hidden. Um, I know that the people who are in them are very protective of them, which makes complete sense. Um, I don't know. I just want to create some sort of avenue for people to talk about these things that isn't fringe and isn't frightening to the government, but is also, you know taken seriously by other human beings because it should be and I, I mean I told Amy tonight the thing that really hit me was thinking about Larry King and how he told Art Bell you know years after he had I guess interviewed Whitley Strieber on his show and Whitley was relating the story, you know, I guess the anal probe part of the story, which is a rape story. I don't care what, you know, I don't, I don't, it's not funny, you know, but I guess Larry King had that, I get it, he had that like instinctive laugh, 
And that is a very human thing. And it sucks. It's a stupid... It's actually not a human thing. It's a cultural thing. And uh, it would be really cool to get that shaken out of our culture. And I think Larry King would agree because he apparently told Art Bell that he felt horrible about that. Ever since then, he couldn't stop laughing. And it was involuntary. You know, he really couldn't stop laughing. Because of the cultural stereotypes that had been placed on this this concept of like anal probes and abductees, he couldn't stop laughing, which is the point. And, uh, you know, he felt bad about that for years, I guess. And that makes so much sense to me. And I think it's very thoughtful and incredible of Larry King to even acknowledge that. I love that Art Bell brought it up in his interview, one of his interviews, many interviews with his best friend, Whitley Strieber. But, um, you know, it makes, it makes sense to me. It, it, it acknowledges that this is not normal. This is not normalizing something or anything to laugh off the idea that people have been, people truly have been raped by something. Or even if they haven't, they believe that. To laugh, the idea that our instinct is to laugh at that, that's very primitive. And, uh, I would like to shake that out so that we can advance as a species, honestly, and not laugh at each other's trauma anymore. And that is probably the point of my whole podcast, if it ever gets created. <laughs> yep.